Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the Not Campfire. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. We're not in a small trailer this week. We are not. We're staying at hotels and timeshares because we are with 50 of my closest family members <laughs> <laughs> celebrating my grandmother turning 100 years old. Yes, she does that tomorrow as we're recording this. But if you're listening to this on the usual Thursday, then she will be a hundred years. Already a hundred and yeah. two days. A hundred and two days. <laughs> and the amazing thing is how quick-witted and how healthy she still is. I yes, mean, absolutely. That is her life is a goal for me <laughs> for because sure. she's funny and happy and a hundred. And so we have been traveling with family and staying in hotels, and right now we're in a timeshare that my parents own and also many members of our family own. You know, it's an interesting perspective because we have been RVers for a while now, and it's really our preferred way to travel. Yeah. And being here, in, in there are certainly advantages to hotels like air conditioning and... Big comfortable uh, chairs. Yeah, big comfortable <laughs> chairs is a, is a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. But other than that, I mean... Like these timeshare places, boy, they want to sell you something. Yeah. I mean, they are just, you walk in, here's Peggy's mom. All they could do was hard sell her on, oh, do you want to upgrade this? And, blah, and she's like, you know, I just traveled from Colorado, and all I want to do is go in my room, put my feet up. Yeah, but have you, you heard about... You could play tennis or golf or... These people are just, I mean, I haven't seen used car salespeople this anxious to sell you something. <laughs> so I, I mean, they want to make sure that you know about all the amenities, but if they look at her record, she's been to this facility a dozen times, so she knows where the tennis courts are, even though we none of us ever play. But right. <laughs> but anyway, it's just it's a different perspective. There's something to be said for it. One thing I can say about this situation is that Tony and I would join the family gatherings and stay in the, in the closest RV park. And that was often five miles or so away. And if I wanted to stay up late and play cards with my family and Tony wanted to go back to the RV, we were kind of, one of us had to give up what we wanted. It was usually him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and now with being in the same, you know, on the same property, even if we're not in the same building, if we don't want to do the same thing, one of us can just go back to the room or one of us can go swimming or whatever we want to do. So there is that little bit of advantage in terms of hanging out with this many family members. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, well, another reason we did not bring the trailer with us is that we are part of, this is part of a journey yeah. back to Northern California to get our junk. Correct. So next week around this time, we will be loading up and starting our U-Haul trip to New Mexico with the rest of our stuff. Yeah. So our stuff is, is going to make its way home 
to New Mexico, but even better, so is our 1970 aristocrat travel trailer. So I have to, so, I'm laughing a little bit because every time I see somebody walk by on, in the window outside our room, it's one of my family members. <laughs> we've, we've, we've pretty taken much over. taken over. Yeah. I mean, no, there's probably a thousand rooms here and we have 12 of them, but still, every time someone walks by, it's someone I seem to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's the, the next week's adventure for us is going to be the U-Haul and we're going to hang the 1970 aristocrat off the back and haul that to New Mexico. So that's the next stage of our permanent adventure. Yeah. As permanent as any adventure as can any be. As any adventure is. And we have some people that we have met along the route. We did tell you that we went to the RVE roundtable a couple weeks ago in Montrose, Colorado, and we met some fantastic people, and we promised that over the next few weeks we would be talking to some of those people, and this is the first of those weeks. Yeah. So we are lucky enough to get to talk to the border hookups, Dave and Jacqueline, and, well, let's hear from them. Yeah. Traveling with your RV is the best way to get around. Yeah, but you want to do it safely, so using your phone's GPS can lead you down some potentially dangerous places. For sure. That's why we love RV Trip Wizard, part of the RV Life Suite, which lets you plan your journeys before you go, and then use the RV Life app on your phone or tablet to safely navigate your journey. Yeah, you can set parameters such as how far you like to travel in a day, how many miles you can go between fuel stops, and even read reviews of campgrounds. It also takes into account the size of your RV and more. Then you can rest assured that your phone isn't going to lead you into trouble. If you have an RV, you need RV Trip Wizard. And we have a great deal for you. 25% off your annual subscription. Check it out on your discounts and deals page on StresslessCamping.com where you can listen to our interview with RV Life and learn about the whole RV Life suite. And save your RV while you save on an RV Life subscription. Now, now that's Stressless Camping. We are here today with Dave and Jacqueline Hudson. The border hookers. No. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, the border hookups. And the border hookups are a spectacular duo who perform live music and travel around in an RV. Welcome. Thank you. It's Thank great you. to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Now, you're full-time travelers mm -hmm. and musicians. Yes. So how in the heck did that come about? Well, I had been a musician full time for about 17 years before we went on the road. So that was just a natural, just keep going with that as a source of income. And, and we like playing. We love playing. And then uh, we just wanted to kind of, we started like everybody else watching YouTube videos on people that were <laughs> out here having so much fun. And we said, I said to Jacqueline, is this something you would do? And I thought she would say absolutely no. And she said, absolutely yes. And so that got <laughs> us on the road. Yeah, I said absolutely yes. We both grew up camping and it just seemed like it would be an amazing existence. And I had been playing music with Dave for maybe a year and a half before we decided to go out on the road. So we just said, hey, let's take this show on the road. Hey, yeah, excellent. sounds good. How do you find places that are, are looking for 
performers, for people to play music? Well, it's a lot more difficult when you're on the road than, say, back in Minneapolis, where I had my circle and my for my fellow musicians where we pass shows around and I had a client list. Being on the road is a lot more difficult because you're a moving target. People don't know you. So what I started to do was we're members of Hardest Hosts and I'll first reach out, kind of look in the map and say, well, there are wineries and breweries here. And then based on those, I go to the next step where I find out if they have live music. And then if they have live music, I book a show and then I book a stay on the same night so that we don't have okay. to go anywhere. We can walk right into the show, carry our gear in, and then stay there for that night. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Thank you. But we also get requests for RV rallies, so those come out of... So there's stuff coming in unsolicited, and then we we you know we solicit for shows too. And one of the things that I really enjoyed, we really enjoyed your performance quite a bit at the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable. Thank you. And I noticed some of your songs... Obviously, original music. You played favorites, you know, and original songs. And uh, at least one of the original songs was about the RV lifestyle. Yes. A lot of our songs kind of touch on, you know, maybe not completely obvious. Maybe they're a little abstract, but they do touch on the RV life and the adventure life. Whether you're in an RV or whether you're backpacking across the country, just sort of that adventurous uh, feel. That's awesome. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. So let's talk about your name a little bit, Border Hookups. Yes. Tell us why it's Border. Well, (laughs) yes, uh, we chose that name because I am from Canada. I'm a Canadian citizen and U.S. citizen now as well. I met Dave in Minnesota, so hence the Border portion of our name. And well, Hookups, kind of that's self-explanatory, although it does have, <laughs> yeah. a, it does have a double meaning because... The, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, out on the road and the Hookups part with uh, RVing. Yeah. There were CDs there at the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable. Where else can one find your music? Our music is on almost all of the streaming platforms. So Spotify and uh, Apple Music are the main ones. And then... I believe there's Amazon Music and all sorts of different streaming services as well. Right, so. we we did do a uh, we did an EP which is extended play. I have to this day don't know why they call a short CD an extended play EP, <laughs> but it's but it's what five songs, and then we just recorded a single last spring up in Minneapolis. And that just went out digital. The idea now is to CDs are great, but a lot of people don't have CD players. So we kind of use it as a mm-hmm. calling card in a way. And then uh, from now on, we'll just do singles every year and then shoot a video for each single as we go. Oh, great. Okay. Where, if somebody wanted to follow your journey, is where is the best place to do so? Oh, well, we are on all social media, so Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok, and then we have a YouTube channel called The Border Hookups Go RVing that follows us, our travels, and everything we're doing in our daily life. So we have a lot of friends who are in live music, and you have your certain fan base and all of that. Do you think it's more challenging walking into a performance where... You don't really know anybody and, and, you know, it's kind of a different, it's definitely a different feel. I actually prefer it, to be honest with you, because I I used to work for Steamboat Corp 
out in uh, Steamboat, Colorado. And I would fly out and play for two weeks at a time, three weeks at a time. And a house gig is really tough because you feel bad for the staff because they're hearing you night after night and they, <laughs> your, your jokes, they, you know, you're, you're kind of a one trick pony at that point. But walking into a bar where you don't know anybody is kind of fun because you get that little challenge of like, okay, let's, let's have some fun tonight. Let's see if we can pull the cooks out of the kitchen to see what's going on out there. And uh, <laughs> we played our last show and it was really nice. We played in Montrose, Colorado. And I think we had four different couples come in that were from our channel that had watched our channel. So it was really nice to be able to connect with those people. And then we had a whole group come from the RV entrepreneur roundtable that were in the area. So it was home, but a new venue. Right. So how often do your your fans, your followers show up at places that you play? We're seeing it more and more as our channel is growing, which uh-huh. is a lot of fun. Like Dave said, uh, they haven't really hurt us before, but they're still supportive of us because they follow us. So they really want to come and enjoy the music and see what we're all about. We're finding that being in the Southwest, there are more people who are coming to see us rather than when we're back in Minnesota. And I think that just kind of speaks of the number of RVers there are out in this area Uh of the country. So yeah, we're seeing that more and more and it is so fun to see people, we can usually pick them out because they come in and they're dressed like we dress, you know, like our viewers with their ball caps <laughs> on and everything. And, <laughs> and they're just, they're watching us a little more intently. So it's a lot of fun when that happens. Yeah. That's the nice thing about our situation is that a lot of RV channels kind of have to have meetups, which is great. We, we, we're, we'll do those as well, but yeah. being musicians, they can come out, any time and hang out and, and we love we love seeing our viewers come out to shows and just you know being able to talk with them and you get pictures with them is really really fun we're very incredibly honored that they come out to, to watch our shows that's really cool your youtube channel does more than just music by far yes yeah our youtube channel follows our daily life and all the places we're going and we like to think of ourselves as boondockers or dry campers. So we don't stay in RV parks a lot. So we have the opportunity of staying in some absolutely beautiful, breathtaking places. And uh, our YouTube channel shows that a lot too. And it also talks about Jacqueline's health coaching. We do what's called like a healthy minute. I think it's called healthy minute. We've changed (laughs) the name a few times. And (laughs) when we first started to do that, because Jacqueline has a health program, obviously, we didn't know if it would come off as salesy. We never want our channel to be salesy, but also it offers people something that's so incredibly valuable in getting healthy. So we started this health minute with Jacqueline and it's been one of our most popular comments uh, that we get is people love the healthy minute with the recipes and little ideas and tips here and tips there. I sure enjoy the recipes. I'll take that. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. I like hearing that. Yeah, I think one of the most searched things on the internet, besides, of course, you know, naughty stuff, is <laughs> recipes. You're probably right, especially the naughty recipes. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, that's true. Good combination. <laughs> right, there's Talk an idea. Talk about pineapple upside down cake. Right. Holy smoke. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of our viewers find it's challenging to maintain a healthy lifestyle on the road. So what are some of the ways that you can kind of counter that with being mm-hmm. healthy and traveling? Dance to the music. Well, yeah. 
That's a good one. First step. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is really difficult because I think a lot of RVers, especially when you first get out there, it's kind of like a vacation, you know, and you want to experience all that the place has to offer where you've landed. So you want to go and try all the restaurants and the breweries and things like that. So I think it's kind of getting that mindset dialed back in. And, you know, maybe, yes, making more recipes at home and eating at home and and just really focusing on what is your goal, where do you want to be, and then just making choices accordingly. So, and my program follows a nutrition plan, basically, and I really help people to change that mindset and to lose weight and to learn how to cook healthy meals and and have portion control and that type of thing. Right. We find it's almost easier to live healthy and boondocking. Mm-hmm. because there's not a brewery or winery down the street. There aren't grocery stores where you're like, let's just get something to go. If it's not healthy, it doesn't come into the camper. So when you're out boondocking, it's very inconvenient to eat unhealthy. So right. we find that that's, it kind of forces us into that. That's huh. a good thought. Yeah. We talk a lot about boondocking and how you have to be prepared. You know, you don't just drive out in the middle of nowhere without being ready for it. So. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah, one of the things that we have enjoyed, especially recently, we've both lost quite a bit of weight. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, we're down 40 pounds this year. Awesome. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. One of those things has been incorporating visits to farmers markets. Oh, yeah. yes. They have some amazing finds there. All the fresh produce and yes. One of the nice things about traveling, you know, you, a lot of people travel on their stomachs, as it were. They'll go and they want to taste the local stuff. Well, if you go to a farmer's market, you can eat healthy and taste the local stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's a, that's a great idea. We had to get look into that. We're just going to travel with you guys from now on. That's okay. <laughs> oh, I like Well, and as much as we appreciate live music, heck, I could sit in on the band. I play the washboard. Perfect. <laughs> You're like, oh, great. Well, that offer like, just oh, went never right mind. out the window. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have our people get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about an idea deserving of living in the black tank there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you guys are from New Mexico, right? Did I see New Mexico? Well, we are now. We are yeah. as of, uh, what, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we just we... bought our house in New Mexico. What area are you guys? Uh, just adjacent to Albuquerque. Part of the reason I say that is there's a band called Bernie King and the Guilty Pleasures, and Julie plays a washboard. They were from Minnesota originally. Well, they came down from Minnesota. Oh. So look them up, because they're a fabulous band. They they're, are. They're amazing. We'll do that. Really? And they're in Albuquerque. That sounds great. You would love them. Yes. And they're great people. That's that sounds great. My kind of... Sounds like my kind of silliness, because if you incorporate a washboard into your band, Mm -hmm. it's just a different thing. There aren't nearly enough washboard solos these days. I think it's underappreciated. I have to agree to that. (laughs) I think Eddie Van Halen started with the washboard and then he moved to guitar. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. (laughs) So you have spent some time in Montrose. We got to meet up with you at the Campers Hub for the RV roundtable and you're still there. So I realized now that we left way too early because some of you guys are still hanging out there having fun. Yeah, we love it here. We left. uh, We went over to Ure because that is such a beautiful spot. We've been there once before. So we went there and then we have just come back. They were nice enough to allow us to come back. (laughs) Okay, great. We had to give them a new damage deposit, but but we're back. So we're good. (laughs) When we were there and you did a little concert for us, 
kind of tying in your boondocking experience with your music playing, we actually got to have you play just with battery power. Yeah, that's correct. Jackery was nice enough to send some batteries over and we played, I think it was a 1500 watt. It yep. was. Yep. So to give you an idea, our main speakers is what you guys hear shooting out to the crowd are a thousand watts each. Our speaker on the floor, which are called monitors that so we can hear ourselves, are, is a 2000 watt plus lights. Granted, that's at full volume. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, I mean, and we only use 50% of that battery in two hours, which I couldn't believe. And there was no generator running in the background. That was nice. Which was really nice. Yes. So pure quiet yeah. and, and really dependable. And we, we were so happy. We we're so excited about that. Yeah, really enhances the experience when you don't have that generator running in the background for everybody. When you think it was plenty loud for... I don't know how many people were there, but you had lights running mm -hmm. and obviously sound and monitors mm -hmm. and everything off something you can carry with one hand and you only used half of the power. It shows how far audio systems have come and battery systems have come. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the, most of that, the lights, the way the lights have changed from uh, power cans, which are your mom's light bulb heating up yeah. the entire place to LEDs, which draw yeah. barely anything. Yeah, don't weigh anything either. I've, yeah. I've schlepped more than my share of cases of Parkans, yeah. and that, that's no fun. No, no, I've blown a few fuses at bars over the years by plugging them into the wrong outlets. Yeah. 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 So those Jackery-type, quote-unquote, solar generators could be even good for you if you do indoor bar-type events. You could take some of your own power and not have to use as much, or you can do like boondocking concerts. That's a lot of it. When we played the grand design rally in Quartzsite, there was no power. And so we had our uh -huh. generator sitting in the back of the truck behind us. And again, it's extra noise and it's fuel. And if you can use that Jackery system with solar during the day, power it up and then have it at night, it's a great deal. So yeah, we would, we could definitely use it for our outdoor shows. That's where it would be perfect. Well, now I feel a little guilty that I won it in the raffle. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you guys will use it too. You could start your we own sure band. Will. See, cause Tony's well, already go. going to, he's already going to play the washboard. So now you Tony's just washboard band. <laughs> Three hours of washboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe wow. I'll learn to play our didgeridoo. Yeah. Oh boy, now oh it's going off the rails. <laughs> we would certainly make a name for ourselves as if we haven't done so already. Yeah. It's didgeridoo and washboard and yeah. not well played either. Yeah. It'd be huge in Australia. <laughs> and maybe in the United States, people would wish we were in Australia. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good way to get deported. <laughs> yeah, but we're citizens. It doesn't matter. You're leaving. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think at, at that level it doesn't matter. You're gone. <laughs> and we're just going, and we're keeping your washboard so we don't have that. Yeah, right. Yeah, the State Department insists you leave. Yeah. Confiscating these things. <laughs> so you do a lot of boondocking. Do you have a particular, are you solar and battery? Are you more generator? Or what's your style? We love our solar system up. When we first went out thinking that we could boondock, we met up with a group of escapers who had been doing this for a long time. And we pulled up with our, I can't even remember how much solar power we had at the time. It was basically the equivalent of rolling up with our Fisher Price Easy Bake <laughs> Oven. 
right? And so <laughs> and they looked at us and they just shook their heads and yeah. felt bad for us. <laughs> yeah. And they laughed at us. And then after that, you know, they came over and helped us and they had all these ground deploys that they put out for us. And then, you know, kind of gave us a little nice talking to like, Hey guys, that's probably not going to be enough. You might want to get more. And uh, <laughs> so we did. And now we have 1280 Watts on the top of our rig and we love it. It runs everything, our microwave, our refrigerator, you know, everything. So we do carry a backup generator just in case. And, you know, if we want to run our AC, then we'll use the generator because we can really only run it for a couple of hours using our batteries. Which are three 100 amp hour lithiums, Lion lithiums. We love Lion Energy. They've been a sponsor of ours since we started the podcast. What is it with you guys and all the power? What are you running? Are you running a small New Hampshire village over there? What's going on? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. We don't have a band and we hardly ever use the microwave. So I'm not sure what. (laughs) It's powering all this recording equipment, I guess. Yeah, right. It's the amplifier for the washboard. (laughs) (laughs) You're running 17 Marshall stacks. Your washboard throw, <laughs> and I'll go to 11. We have the washboard wall of sound. <laughs> I know, like the grape of that. <laughs> Peggy is a big deadhead, so oh, yeah? there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's what we should tour in is an old school bus. Oh, boy. Yeah. You and Ken Kesey can get together and get the yeah. Mary Pranksters back together. We're getting the Pranksters together. Oh, man. <laughs> going on the road <laughs> well we are really had a good time with you in montrose and, and now, today yeah. on the podcast yeah. dave and jacqueline hudson from the border hookups we encourage you to seek them out it will be a good time and they have a youtube channel you'll definitely want to follow and uh, then you'll find out when they're coming to a neighborhood near you yeah hopefully our paths will cross again very very yeah. soon because as i said i really enjoyed your performance and and music and the whole works and plus just getting to just meet you in out. person yeah yeah likewise Thanks, well we'll be yeah. in your neighborhood in a couple of weeks down in los alamos and albuquerque playing oh great okay you're bored you want to come on out hang out okay well we will definitely keep an eye on your travels and we'll sneak into a bar gig when you're there yeah sounds great <laughs> awesome okay so the surprise question to all of our guests which isn't going to be a surprise for long if people listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually we'll get some yeah. listeners. We would like to hear your best camping memory. I think my best camping memory would be uh, going over to the Grand Canyon. I had seen it as a child. Dave had not seen it. We waited in line to get into the Grand Canyon for about two and a half hours. Oh, Right. We did not realize that it was spring break at the time. Dave said, Uh yeah, he says, Hey, do you want to just turn around? This is our last chance. I said, Nope, we're going to see it. We got into the grand Canyon. We went through the park and we boondocked just off of the park land. So in some free camping area, national forest land, we had so much space to ourselves, and we were less than a mile away from the lookout and the look on Dave's face when he saw that grand Canyon, I'll, I'll never forget. So it was absolutely beautiful. And we were out there kind of off on our own and it felt just amazing. Yeah. Awesome. It was cool. I think my favorite was probably that. And then I I like American Girl Mine. I just do. I like the open spaces. I fly my drone around and we can go hiking in the hills and everything's, 
I just like it. I don't know. We did our meet up there last year and had a blast and I don't know. I like the open spaces like that, but I also like the trees that we hadn't seen all <laughs> winter long. So that was nice. <laughs> so conversely, do you have a worst memory that you'll share? Yeah. But the thing is, is if we feel, have a bad feeling, we don't stay. So the bad ones kind of get diverted pretty quickly. as Very we roll short. In. <laughs> Yeah. We, we both have veto power. Yes. If one of us says, I'm not a fan, we get out of there. And that's why you get to places early. You don't get there at dark because if it doesn't work out, it's not a good idea to drive in the dark, especially with all the wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then you're kind of stuck. If we go to a place that just isn't our favorite. The nice thing is we're flexible and we get to leave. You know, we don't have yeah. to stay the whole time that we kind of decided we were going to stay there. We can just pack up and leave. So very, that's happened. Very good lesson. Yeah. It's happened a, a yeah. couple of times, not very often, but yeah, we just said, Hey, let's, let's just leave. Let's go somewhere else. Great. That's great advice. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. Thank and now you. we'll hopefully see you on October First. Yes, I can't. Yes, you definitely yes. will. All yeah. right. See you there. All right. All right. Take care. That's great. Thank right. you. Camping is all about great experiences, and that's why we love Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts is the gateway to beautiful overnighting experiences. And with Harvest Hosts, you can boondock at wineries and breweries, cultural destinations, golf courses, so much more. It's a great alternative to traditional campgrounds. Yeah, a lot of those really great pictures you've seen online, like Instagram and such, have been taken at Harvest Host destinations, and you can experience those yourself. You can, and we've got a good deal on Harvest Host memberships on our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. Enjoy your next Stressless Camping getaway at a beautiful destination and save money in the process. Winner, winner. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. Hey, chicken dinner. <laughs> Dave and Jacqueline are going to be at Cactus Brewing Company Saturday, October 1st. And guess what? So will we. So will so, we because we love border hookups and we happen to love the Cactus Brewery. Yes, we and do. And so we let's let's kind of have a little bit of a meetup. Let's all hang out on October 1st. This is 2022 in case you're listening in a different year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that Cactus Brewery is in Albuquerque. No, it's in Bernalillo. Oh, it's in Bernalillo. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's a chase. And if you happen to be there for Balloon Fiesta, well, that's, right. that's another reason to be there. So come and join us at Cactus Brewing. There will be an event on our RV show calendar. There will be notes in the podcast notes. And boy, we hope you are able to join us for some beer and some great music and some fun times. So Absolutely. So will you need your gadget at that brewery? Uh, probably not. Well, you might take home some stuff to put in the gadget. <laughs> so this week, I got the privilege of having a prototype of Airskirt's new inflatable cooler. Yeah. And what this is, it's about the size of the old Coleman cooler that many of us had back in the old days of camping. Yeah, right. But that's when it's inflated. The nifty thing about this cooler is it deflates too, and it folds up pretty doggone flat. Airskirt's inflatable cooler uses air to act as an insulation and believe it or not air is actually a pretty good insulator correct the cooler comes with a bag a pump 
and one of the niftiest things, a liner. Yeah, so. so that was great because we were able to line the cooler. And then if anything had spilled inside the liner, it would be easy. It's just a kind of a thin, you know, plastic bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's big. I mean, it's, it's the size oh, of the cooler. It's the size of the cooler, but it's much easier to, you know, maneuver and take maybe under a faucet or something to clean it out if yeah. we had had any spills. Fortunately, we didn't, but... Yeah. <laughs> eventually well, will spill. <laughs> but here's another use I can see for the liner. Let's say you put old-fashioned, you know, frozen water, also known as ice, <laughs> in the bottom of the cooler. Then you could put the liner on top of that and your sandwiches won't get soggy. Correct. That's a really good thing. You can put all your non-soggy stuff inside the liner and your ice outside the liner. Yeah. And... and keep them separated yeah absolutely and the pump is well the whole build quality of this cooler is exceptional we have a insert that goes in our skylight from air skirts and yeah. it's not your blow-up pool toy at all right these their valves are exceptionally well made the quality of the material is they say comparable to inflatable like kayaks and that sort of thing so it's not cheap i mean when this thing is inflated you can sit on it no problems it comes with a hand pump like an old bicycle and it actually works well right it, it it's a good combination you put it in their valves and as i said the valves are really high quality and pump up the cooler and now you have a proper cooler which is relatively light and works pretty darn well there's a velcro closure on the lid and it, it's a neat thing i mean if you're for rvers the advantage really is that you can deflate it and the pump that comes with it also deflates it and it deflates pretty doggone flat yeah you can put it into a smaller like into your small cabinets in the side of the rv and have it ready when you're ready and then pump it back up so yeah. it is and like tony said everything is really good quality it's in a nice bag and it's just been super handy for you know the beer parties and the <laughs> <laughs> well you could also put food in it i guess well i guess I mean, you know, <laughs> nothing's so, stopping you. Right. But it's a nifty thing, and it's kind of there when you need it. So it works out pretty doggone well. It's currently in Kickstarter phase. So if you would like to support the people at Airskirts on their new project, I, I like this thing quite a bit. So we'll put a link to their Kickstarter. We have one in our hands. And it, uh, as I said, good quality product. Speaking of interesting and different things, this week's RV of the week is not an RV. Well, it is, but it's kind not. Kind of. <laughs> uh, it is an escape tiny home. And I had a chance to look at these. And, you know, the tiny home movement is really big. And, of course, there are plenty of people who are living in RVs. They estimate over a million people at last count are full-time living in RVs but there's also a big tiny home movement and really the difference between tiny homes and RVs has been you know RVs are built in factories and they're built of materials designed to be very very light 
tiny homes tend to be built such that they have infrastructure they require. For example, they have residential toilets, which requires that there's a place to hook them up, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Well, these escape tiny homes, yes, you can get them as a traditional tiny home, but you can also get them to be outfitted like an RV. And they even have single axle versions you could tow with a half-ton truck. Oh. One of the things I noticed about these escape tiny homes, they tend to be built better than RVs. They're using real two by fours and they're using like Tyvek uh, under the exteriors, things like that. They have a steel roof that's guaranteed for 40 years. Wow. Yeah. So does that make them pretty darn heavy? They are probably heavier than RVs, but not so much so that they're not movable. One of the things that I always imagine, I guess, in my mind, a tiny home tends to be like tall, like not very big, but taller because for the most part, I think of a tiny home as having a loft bedroom. Right, and they <laughs> having make- Having it upstairs. They make those. And that doesn't seem very towable. Right, no, these, the ones that I looked at were single story, it was one level. One of the things that really attracted me to these is the interior is a really beautiful wood. So rather than being, you know, like the that wallboard material that we are all accustomed to seeing in RVs. This is like a really nice, it looks like birch from the olden days of RVs. And further, like the countertops are maple hardwood and things like that. So definitely something different. Very nice. Yeah, and you can get them with holding tanks and RV plumbing and, you know, things that make them as portable as any other travel Right. Trip. Hey, uh, every week we ask a question, and this week's question of the week was... What do you put in your inflatable cooler? No, what do you... <laughs> <laughs> what snacks do you take on the road? Yeah, road <laughs> We actually snack. don't use our inflatable cooler for that. We use our 12-volt ice chest cooler for our snacks because we like to carry a lot of snacks, I guess. Yeah, and we <laughs> keep it in the back seat of the truck right. plugged in so it stays cold. We were kind of curious about road snacks and there wasn't too many surprises. A lot of people carry beef sticks and beef jerky, trail mix, crackers, chips, fruit, M&Ms, nuts, gummy bears, cheese, red vines. Some people carry all that. <laughs> <laughs> My sister Kathy specifically called out bugles which are, you know, not only delicious, but they're fun to put on the ends of your fingers, maybe not while you're driving. <laughs> and Mary Lou probably wins for healthiest slash least obvious answer, and she carries a big old bag of raw spinach, and well, she munches on that. Well, that's a good thing for when Bluto is coming around. That's true, yeah. You know, like trying to <laughs> make eyes at olive oil. Right. <laughs> Why does Pops Guy keeps coming up in these podcasts? <laughs> so we do carry quite a, I mean, we use the cooler for other reasons, the 12-volt cooler, but also, you know, we keep some cold drinks in there. Tony likes his fizzy water and I like my still water and yep. and then we you know trade it out for a beer fridge when we need to yeah so then <laughs> but not for we, the road no you don't want road beers is not a good thing not a good thing <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well are you looking to buy an RV soon because it is RV show season I want to remind you that yeah. Peggy really does a good job with 
the RV calendar that's on our website. But we wonder this week, are you dreaming of getting a new RV or ready to size up or size, size down? down? Are you shopping now? Now I, I'm starting to see big discounts coming back to the RV space. So did you buy something during COVID and it's like, well, I want to Now change. I know what I really wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know. And where you do that is over on our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Those words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you have any other questions, including questions of us or just looking for the wisdom of the crowd, that's a great place to post because the people have been very, very friendly and accommodating over there. And also, I want to encourage you to invite a friend. Yeah, We've had please quite do. a few people invite their friends, and so we're, we're increasing our group size, and I love that. And then we get more interaction. I find out about more snacks that I should be carrying on the road. There like you go. Like bugles and spinach. Well, like bugles and spinach. <laughs> so anyway, that is on the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group which you can find on our website. There's a link to all of the social places. And while you're there, of course, you all know we do a once a week newsletter and it's absolutely and totally free. It is absolutely free. We have links to stories, videos, and podcasts that help you get the most out of your RV experience. All you have to do is visit our website, stresslesscamping.com. The first time you visit, if you're new here, it will pop up and ask you if you want to sign up. And if you forgot to do that or just haven't decided yet, head on down to the bottom of any page, sign up for our once a week newsletter. The only exception to that is when we have something to give away and we send one extra letter to one extra person. And when they respond, they get a gift. Yeah. We did give away, last week we told you, Wendy won a koozie from Nature Soup Company. <laughs> Speaking of or Nature a Soup Company. Oh, our, and there <laughs> she goes walking yeah. past our window right now. <laughs> You'll also find the show notes for this episode, episode 169, on the podcast page at StresslessCamping.com. Also on StresslessCamping.com, you'll find our deals and discounts page for the best deals on things you need for your stressless camping adventure. Yeah, and if you've got a great deal for audience, let us know. And of course, as we mentioned, we're in all the social places. Start off at StresslessCamping.com. Look for all those blue links up at the top, and uh, from there you can find us all over the social space. And of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast... It's also free! Absolutely! Subscribe on any podcast catcher, and we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And of course, as always, thank you for the reviews. They really help tell the story of the Stressless Camping Podcast to everybody who's looking. Heidi wrote us a review this week. Thank yeah. you, Heidi. Yeah! We sure appreciate it, Heidi. So, Thank you all for joining us once again this week. Hopefully you are out there enjoying some beautiful weather. And that means you'll be happy camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually we'll get some listeners. <laughs> <laughs>